Okay, welcome to another exciting episode of Out for Smokes, and we had this, today we have a very exciting special guest. Probably, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to like kiss his ass or anything, but it's probably the most successful guest that we've had on. Yeah, yeah, I think so. After Whoa. Dan, yeah. After Dan Perlman. Well, yes. you know, you... This guy makes Dan Perlman look like a fucking Dude, loser. You know Show this guy? <laughs> yeah. This guy, oh, makes, this guy makes Dan Perlman look like a podcaster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you thought it was impressive when we had a guest who got two seasons on Showtime. Today yeah. we got three seasons on Showtime. No, it's not, it's not Showtime. Oh, what it's is uh, it? Hulu, right? It's Hulu, the, Hulu. Other, okay. the other Showtime. Yes. Yeah. Well, I go like, you know, you know who the guest is going to be, and you go, all right, maybe I'll look up like other topics to talk about, and I go like, oh, well, who's like, I typed in literally, I go famous Muslims into Google. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah. And then it's just what him. What did you find? It's just him. <laughs> it's just him. And he's the number one guy. <laughs> no. It's like him and uh, Dr. Oz, apparently. <laughs> it's like I, him, Muhammad. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's it. The prophet. He, yeah. was, he was above the he prophet bro- Muhammad. No, I don't want to no. say, I don't know if he'll get in trouble. That's how does, not, it, how does it feel to be Google. bigger than the prophet Muhammad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering how long we would go before this would become it dangerous. It was so funny, too, because I was like, I looked up what you did this week. You know, I didn't look up what you did. That sounds crazy. Right. I typed your name into Google, right? And I, you were on like Kimmel this week. Yep. You just did yeah. Schultz's thing, and I was like, "Oh no, he has to come here and talk to us." And I was like, "Let's just was, ask him how his day is. Let's just be here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna do a little. <laughs> not, yeah. We're just gonna riff. Let's not act like dumb white guys who are like out. curious about the, you know, the things. First of all, famous Muslims. Well, we are. Is is Malala are, yeah. and Hassan Minaj definitely rank before me? Really? Easily. I don't know about that. I don't know about Hassan. Allah, I think, Allah I for think sure. you have more public Malala. favor than Hassan. Oh, who's Malala? Oh, from, you know Malala? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the yes, the, I know who Malala is. I don't know who Malala is. <laughs> she's, uh, she started like a school in Afghanistan. Yeah, but girls. did she make it to three seasons? I don't <laughs> think so. She, she well, she's like, uh, she's like a Muslim Oprah. Hmm? Uh, that's she's got a bit of an Oprah vibe for okay. sure. She talks a lot. She's inspirational. <laughs> she um, talks a lot. That's his first thing. <laughs> he thinks about Oprah. She's yeah, so Oprah's she's like Oprah <laughs> in the way that she won't shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. No, Oprah's been <laughs> yeah, talking right, for man. years, Jeez. inspiring people. Yeah, very inspiring. Of course. Yeah, that's true. So Malala, I don't know about Hassan though. Oh, Hassan's I mean, right. He's anybody numbers, can, bro. I agree. Mm-hmm. Hassan, yeah, it's numbers. He he's like a high ranking. Charisma, for sure. politics, but, sure. Beauty. But I also I I don't because it's like you check out your show, and I haven't seen every episode. I know the new season just came out. Yeah, new yeah um, last week. And uh, but it is so much better than shows. Like you yeah, know when you have I to agree, interview yeah. someone, and it's like oh no, it's like I've. When I've we watched, have to interview, oh yeah, yeah I've watched like five episodes, like yeah. sporadic episodes. Sure. I don't want. I've we ADHD had to interview uh, Seth Meyers the other week. <laughs> we could barely contain our hatred of his <laughs> shitty show. Wait, did you interview Seth Meyers? No, no. no but Scott was like, you know, when you have to, he's the only. Well, Perman's the only other guy with yeah, the TV right? show like, that we've talked. Yeah, oh no, I just mean in life, like yeah. when you have friends that you right, run into, right. so you have yeah, to like yeah. keep up on their things. You know. Yeah. And, yeah, you're uh, always nervous when somebody does something to see how the thing is, if it's good, if you actually. By the way, that. It was like, like it. a huge motivation for me when we were making the show was like, I don't want to put my comedian friends in a situation where they have to lie about liking the show. Sure. So the show better be good. Like that that, sure. that was actually above reviewers because mm-hmm. I yes. think comedians are harsher than Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. And w- what is so great is any comic who di- like doesn't have a high opinion of it just hasn't seen it because it's fucking stupid good. Thank you. Like I don't. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I, I, it's, Rami's I, I, like, write me a better show, or Tim Dillon's dude, gonna be people. upset. And I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm watching <laughs> it, and I'm going like, how did, how did you guys get away with? Because uh, you know, because the, the, the spin is like, oh, they are showing uh, Muslim people. You get to see how, uh, how Muslim, how you know, an Egyptian Muslim is. But when I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's how people are. Yeah. Like you're just fucking. 
So you're saying like you, you, you discovered that show? Muslims are people when you watch <laughs> when you watch Rami. <laughs> By the way, I love how much he's talking and refused to be on camera. Oh right. yeah, no, it's, it's I, I truly yeah. legendary. No, no, I like yeah. how much but you're listen, talking. But there, there's a thing in your show where like I, every show you watch it and you you go like this room is too clean. Rooms aren't clean. Right. And and every every apartment or house you're in, it's like there's a mess in some capacity. Yeah, we talked about that a lot. And I go, like. Did they just agree to let you do that because they're like, oh, I guess that's a Muslim thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, motherfuckers, I'm watching all these other shows and it's the cleanest houses in the world. Yeah. And then I see you, uh, an episode. It, I don't even know which episode it was, but someone, uh, like a Muslim guy, he hugs you and he calls you the N-word, you know? And there's no black guys anywhere. There's not even in the background. You, you just said the N-word and, like, no one's questioning it or anything, you know? Well, people definitely questioned it online. Oh, they did? Online, yeah. yeah. Really? But, 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 you know, part of it was the commentary of me telling him that he can't say it. So it was, it was uh, you know, part okay. of it was we were in Cairo and mm. kind of people will use that word freely. And so we were pointing out, you know, you're not uh. supposed to say that, you know, Africa, you know. But, but the fact that we even got to make that point speaks to what they they have let us do the, on the, the show. And honestly, like, yeah, 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 I guess that's what you guys are doing. Honestly, that <laughs> we just want to be authentic. I've if been you're surprised. The N-word, go ahead. I've been surprised <laughs> with the network. It's um, they're they're great because there's times yeah. where we'll send a script and I'm like, well, they're definitely gonna give us a note on this, yeah. and then they come back with just some note about, oh, do you think maybe the mom would be saying this? And it's like not the thing that you thought. It's not the offensive part at all. Yeah. Um, that's been yeah pretty crazy. Yeah. But we talked about clutter a lot actually in how we designed the set and did all that stuff. We were, we wanted it to feel. Um, yeah, like uh, the house where I'm always like, why are we hoarding? Like we're never gonna have anything ever again. Yeah, I loved it. it Creating it's, it's like a claustrophobic feeling. Yeah. I like it's what houses feel like. Yeah, man. It's yeah. just like it lived. It feels lived in. That's yeah, it. yeah. Like you don't yeah. have a, like a maid coming in all the time. No, yeah. no. We awesome. never had. We never had a maid my whole life. No. Not once. Did you ever yeah. have a maid come over? Um, my mom was a maid for a little bit. My mom uh, cleaned houses. Um, Did she get caught stealing or something? No, well, from the no. She was very. <laughs> for a little she was bit. Very was she smart. Fired or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't have a maid. We uh, yeah, my dad like lost a job. My dad, I remember it throughout my childhood, my dad just losing his job every like couple months. But uh, no, never had a maid. Yeah. yeah, it is nice though. Do you have one now? It is nice. We'll have someone come in like once yeah. a month now. Yeah, yeah I can't. There's the part of me with how I grew up that it can't be more. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Dima would want more, but yeah, I go yeah. to her now. We can't. Like we can't. It's just yeah. it's too much. Yeah, we had a lady named Rosa, and we had the money, and she was coming in, and. Uh, yeah, it was nice. But then you don't want to be like, you know, sometimes you catch yourself, you find some crumbs on the floor and you're like, fucking Rosa, forgot that. <laughs> and that's just like, it's just like a you're slippery slope. It's a slippery <laughs> slope to be in a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, she's like, Rosa was here yesterday and she forgot, she missed a spot over here. God damn it. Do you, do you have family in Italy? Yeah. Do, so is there like, um, what's the culture in Italy? Do 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 people? Because like in the Middle East, a lot of people have live-in people who help them, mm. which is a really strange system. Maybe people from all of the other countries, and every time I go there, I'm kind of like, is this humane? Like I can't yeah. tell. All right. what, what's going on in Italy? It's like almost a slave. It, there's we don't have going, slaves in Italy. Well, well, no, we it's, <laughs> it's not like I mean. I, I think there's something... We might be racist, but we don't have slaves. I, I think... Soundbite that, everybody. There, there should be <laughs> a union. There yeah. totally should be a union. But I do know, you know, families tend to be, I guess, generous. They'll, you know, help them out and, you know, uh, pay for everything for them and, and their families and all that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't... What's it like in Italy? Um, 
I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. Actually, Italy looks a lot like your your grandmother's house. I always say you're always surprised. Yeah. So I didn't know what it was going to look like, but it's very like design stuff is very ornate. There's a lot of Catholic influence. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of s- sculptures of Jesus. Um, we love we love our we love our hot Jesus. <laughs> that feels like Jersey. He does this Hi, every Benjamin. he does this every hey. fucking show. Hi, hey, okay. What's up? What's up? What do you have a gift bag? He's like our. Uh, remember Chelsea Handler would abuse What's the, up? Uh, the small man. What's his name? <laughs> What's up, Dev? Hey. Hi, little guy. Dude, look at those eyes. Yeah, I know. He said he's like a Gerber baby. He's That's adorable, the right, baby, right? Yeah, except he never he's had a baby. He's adorable. Oh, thank you. I'm. Yes, he's Muslim. He doesn't drink. I'll look at it. Yeah. You don't drink, right? I don't, but yeah, I'll look I at it. I figured. Do Muslims I got a have water, like, a, like an Amish kind of thing where you can go away for a summer? <laughs> <laughs> a rum springer? Yeah. No? Yeah. No, I think everyone just does what they do secretly. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's when the, the, par- the rum springer is when, yeah, when parents go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I guess the general premise of the show is like I'm leaving my son a podcast in case I pass away. Yeah, Amazing. You won't be leaving him so money is the idea. I won't be leaving any money. <laughs> <laughs> because if I don't know you guys have looked at Shiba Inu coin lately. <laughs> it's in a fucking toilet. Did you go really? in hard? No, not that hard. I spent like 300 bucks. But the my best stock, I think, right now is Waste Management. Oh, wow. The garbage company. Amazing. Yeah. So if you need... If you ever need some help, like investing, you know, yes, please your, your TV money. I have not invested any money. No, that, no, I'm really afraid of the stock market. Yeah, no, just put it in, put it in waste management. It's always going to be very, garbage. You should though. You I'm should. very afraid of the no, stock I think, market. I think it's important for you to. I know. Now, I just, now's I just, a good time though. I saw my dad lose so much money when uh-huh. we grew up, and I just saw the panic. Yeah. That uh, yeah, I'll talk to people like you got to put money, you got to do this, you got to. And I'm like, I don't. Nope, I'm keeping it in. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just like a. No, it's so it's in like, <laughs> I'm just sleeping with it. Yeah. No, I get, I get, but maybe I it's should. It's in his pants. Maybe I should. <laughs> do you, uh, do you know what he lost money on? Uh no, I don't even remember. I just remember the panic. It was like those big crashes, and then he was just kind of, you know, really very stressed. It kind of stressed out our childhood. I just remember at some point him being like. You might not be able to go to college. <laughs> it was just one of those. Talks. Mike's given that exact speech <laughs> to Benjamin. <laughs> like today. <When laughs> which Shibu adult, Inu coin know. crashed. <laughs> as an adult, you know what that is, which was just your father stressing the fuck out in front of you. you know? Yeah, yeah no, no, I know. My, my dad was great, though. He, he kept it together. I remember even that happened, and then it was like three days later, he was like, listen. We don't need money. We have God. <laughs> but he meant yeah, it. Exactly. He meant yeah, it. And I was like, nice. whoa. That's huge. Yeah, he stayed yeah. up one night. That's, that's why of, I yeah, feel like a spiritual person because he came back. I remember him being stressed and coming back and being like, it's okay. The truth. And I was like, fuck. This that's is very huge, powerful. Man, yeah, very powerful. He, uh, he got it together. Yeah. But then, you know, then he gets stressed about some little thing. You know, that's, that's what I do love about, about Islam is it's like there's a manliness <laughs> to it. No, I know so he's talking there's about his some dad, but like my dad, like, no, I think you're is, right. There's I like, like a where you're going. To it, and it's like there is a communication between men. <laughs> the way Scott like, gets hey, to God, a point, like God is going to figure this out for it. my dad. Would never look me in the eyes and say like anything's going to be figured out. You know, right. it's, it'll be okay or whatever. You but grew like, up what? A guy? No, what? no, no. Like religiously, <laughs> religiously. Uh, uh, oh, we were Catholic, but yeah. you know that that meant. Yeah. Someone died. Well, we were Catholic. Scott's right. dad we was a cop. Scott's yeah. dad was a cop, so his dad would look at him and say, "Don't worry, son. The internal affairs investigation isn't going to find anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, we we move some money around. We'll be all right." No, but you even see like the men who have converted to Islam, you know, and you go like, "Oh, those are like the guys cool, you want to yeah. be." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Dave Chappelle, Malcolm X, you know, other black men. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> well, there there definitely is um, a, a community, no, I, you know. Yeah. Like, you hug like your like your okay, your uncle in the show, right? Right, right, right. Um, right. Despite how fucking insane he is, madman, you guys like talk to each other, and I know because you have to, because you have to make a show. Where it's like, <laughs> like imagine writing a real show where it's like, no, I don't talk to anybody. Like, you don't talk to your phone. You just sit in your apartment all day like a real human. Everyone's you know? just sitting there quiet. <laughs> yeah, but, like real life. But because of your religion, you get to have relationships with your family, even if it is like stressful. At right, right, right. No, I mean, it's community, right? So whatever yes. anyone finds, you know, any active communities. I mean, I think like Jewish friends of mine who I saw, they would they really same thing, like active family life because they're kind of trying to keep it up. There is this thing I feel like with Christianity where it almost feels like the active community part. People think you're insane if you're part of it now. Mm, yeah, uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not kept up in a, any sort of contemporary way. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I think some of the other religions, like uh, like I hung out with some Hindus, went to they they do stuff on Tuesdays. It's popping, man. It's amazing. Hindu they get they, they get together on Tuesday yeah. and they just it's dope. There's food, prayer, awesome. people chatting. It's a vibe. Yeah, man. I see them like going into. Uh, I used to live across the street from a synagogue. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, synagogue. Yeah, and you know they go wait, wait, late that, at night that's, oh, sometimes. That's, oh, that's oh, the synagogue. No, 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 no. The synagogue is not Which religion. Are you thinking of? Oh, okay. Are you talking about for Hindus? I think it's a temple. Oh, a temple. Synagogue okay. is for is but for sometimes Jews. you go in there at night. Yeah. No, Catholics don't do shit like that. You know, we're not hanging out. Is at church night. open yeah. at night? Um, not no, as late as I you guys are so. hanging no. out. Yeah, we got we got morning prayer. We'd be there four a.m. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Go it's Go like kick there's it. yeah, yeah. It's just weird because I I grew up Catholic too. And I don't I don't remember a single positive thing from mm. years of going to church and CCD and all that stuff. I don't I don't remember any no CCD. Yeah, yeah. We had a Sunday school too. I hated Sunday school though. You did? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, all we learned in in Sunday school was like that. Uh, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are all the same person, which like freaked me out. And then we found out that your your dog doesn't go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> when you found out your dog doesn't go to heaven, yeah. Well, they're like, well, oh, heaven's that. meant for yeah, heaven's meant for people. Yeah, you remember that lesson? Dog doesn't yeah. go there. Oh, yeah. is that true? That, that animals? That they do like, tell it, what? What? No. Oh, is that like a biblical thing that they've mentioned that animals don't go to heaven? Yeah, when I, I went to private Catholic school for a couple of years and then I went to public. But yeah, like something that they drill them on is like you have to explain to the children Fido is not going to be <laughs> yeah. there. He's wow. gone forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's, you know, an important part of scripture. But they uphold the Santa stuff. That's right. Yes. Very yeah, strange. you can lie well, to them about Santa. Very strange. But yeah. We're not going to bullshit them <laughs> about where their cat Fluffy is right now. So all dogs go. To I think it's because like it's okay. Movies. It's like a ter- that's like a sin, right? To even write that movie. It's like yeah, the guy the actually got beheaded. Who's the guy who <laughs> yeah, wrote that <laughs> movie? Got his head cut off. Can I tell a quick story my, about beheading? My bird is dying. Right? Uh, okay. And your bird? Yeah. And the girls are crying at home. I'm oh sorry. my god! What are we, we gonna even, do? About oh, I'm the sorry. Bird? You have they a bird? Go, now? Is this we now didn't even, when you were? I didn't even know that about. I didn't even know that. You have a bird. I have two birds. Yeah. And you 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 know this man, and you don't know about his birth. He's Brother, never I got mentioned four cats, a dog, two. He's never know, mentioned none of his business. You know what I'm saying? These are my pets. Your pets are your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love them very much. But listen, what are you saying? I'm, you think I'm gonna like fuck your pets no, if you tell me no, about them? No, I don't think anything. I just you, you know, just don't need to know. Yeah. Until it's now, it's weird to not mention your pets. I don't gotta sing it from the mountaintops that I got. No, but you've never mentioned it. Oh yeah, I don't talk about myself really, you know. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) All right, all right, right, go ahead, go. Um, it's dying, right? And 
she I, she wants me to call the vet and ask them to euthanize it. So I called them and they were like, no, right? Because I'm just asking them, hey, will you throw out my bird essentially? Yeah. And so I looked up how to euthanize a bird and the first two links were decapitated. Whoa. Yeah. So I brought that up because you said something. Well, that's kind of like making something halal or kosher. The, the, the best way to kill something is to decapitate it. Yes. Because it, it's painless, down. actually. Yeah, it's essentially yeah. painless if you do yeah. it right. But you gotta, yeah. you got to get it right. Do you know I worked at a slaughterhouse? Whoa, no, yeah, I never didn't. never killed anything, but it's all Muslims would come. Yeah. Uh, mostly like African Muslims. Yep. Um, some Turkish people, I guess. I would deal with a lot of like Turkish Muslims. Is there any difference between a Turkish Muslim and other Muslims? <laughs> No, I mean, no, they're they're, right? they're, no there's they're no taller, difference whatsoever. Taller, I think. <laughs> just they're Turkish. <laughs> See, how can we do this podcast as like lessons for Benjamin if we didn't have Scott here? Because yeah. it's like every subject he's, he's like, learning about it like, as of two days it's ago. It's like having a toddler here who's who's learning about the world. But yeah. yes, the halal, the, the kosher way, it, it, it does seem it's. It's kinder, at least in the way everybody's acting in the room, you know, like no one's sure. acting like it's, hey, we're working. They're like being kind, you right? Know? as kind as you can be. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking sure. animals, you know, the electric shock them a lot and it's, it's really painful. Yeah. I've heard of, we only do sheep and goat. Well, we only did, you know, when I was working there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It was all He's still room. selling it. It was all mm. slit. He's like, we only. <laughs> yeah. It's like a business card. You should card come on down. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come down and take some pictures at the slaughterhouse? <laughs> I think my dad would really appreciate it. <laughs> my uncle who owns the slaughterhouse. That'd be a great. It's like the pizza Ulu's wall. Rami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's just, and it's only you. <laughs> it's like me. We get Mo Ammer up there. You know, You're the, the only celebrities <laughs> come to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, Mo what is so funny on the show? Yeah, what if oh, we start posting, like, Scott's research notes for the Patreons? It's just, like, the top 20 Google oh, results yeah. for famous Muslims. <laughs> 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 it's like Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, Muhammad Atta. <laughs> and then Scott's God. like, you know, I didn't think they were human looking at the FBI's list, but then I watched your show, and that convinced me. Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because I feel like everybody who grew up Catholic, we all, like, hate Catholicism, and we, like, resent it. And there's nothing really good about it. And then the the fucking the kids thing was, you know, not also big hit. not great. Yeah, big hit. Yeah, you knew about that before Spotlight. Um. Oh yeah. 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 Like early 2000s. I mean, everybody. It was like kind it of like a hack. There. Yeah, it was yeah. out there. But it's interesting to see some people who have like an actual connection to the religion that they were raised with, because you you like Islam. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a big part of my life, and and. Uh, but it's true. I think all the people I know who engage with their religion mostly aren't Christian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's probably the phase that it's in. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting, like, in the U.S. context, like, everything in this country has become so much more individualist, like, you know, particularly since the 80s. But you see that with, you know, Christianity, too, where it's like a lot of this evangelical stuff. It's like very individualist, you know. Yeah. There's not really the community you used to have. But, you know, my wife's Brazilian, so I did a bit of, like, reading about, like, evangelicals in Brazil. And it's actually pretty interesting where Brazil was a heavily Catholic country, but actually how the evangelicals took over or, like, became very sizable was this community we're talking about. Mm. Because the poor in Brazil, they would go into the cities and they would work until late, you know, 8 or 9 p.m. All the Catholic churches would be closed when they came home, but the evangelicals would set up churches that'd be open at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. Wow. So the poor would come back from their jobs, and you want to go somewhere. You want to do something. That was and TV, this, yeah. Yeah, this church is open, so I'm going to convert to this. And it's like and you can't read. You can't, uh, <laughs> you know... 
so what else? You that is funny when you're like when you live in like a poor neighborhood and all the churches are open at like yeah. ten eleven o'clock. Yeah, that's community. It's community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but the, the point you're making too is like I I do think yeah society is very individualized to the point that I think people are getting sick of themselves in a yeah. way and looking mm-hmm. for a community. So there's all these communities whether they're you know, I mean, hanging the out podcast, the, the the Patreon, for example, <laughs> five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode every single week. Out for smokes, patreon.com slash out for smokes. Is, is this uh, we're here uh, with Rami Youssef, uh, <laughs> who is a subscriber, actually. He subscribes. He's at a the, first um, subscriber. Um, I've, been, subscriber. I've been subscribed. Yeah. Five dollars. Rami, tell the listeners how much you love being a, pa- a patron. <laughs> what was your favorite of our, episode of ours? I love it. You know, Patreon. the extra content just keeps me going. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need that one extra episode to get through the week. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very thankful. Uh, I like it on my commute uh, when I'm on a walk in the morning. Nice. Or to just put it on so I don't have to hear my family members. Yeah. Uh, it's really useful for a lot of things. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Another happy customer. <laughs> That's <laughs> patreon.com slash outforsmokespod. You ever hear the and radio and it's like, this is Elton John. Listen, you know, listening to one on four point three. And you're like, "How? you should pay that man a million dollars. Like, you actually asked Elton John. <laughs> they probably did. After they you interviewed him. By the way, they you probably, probably paid, paid him. him. probably paid him more than that. Just, yeah, Scott just <laughs> thinks they held a gun to his head. Made him, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> made him plug he's the like, radio. I assume <laughs> it's like you interview a guy and then you go, hey, Elton, could you say like, hey, listen to. No, no, yeah. dude. No. He got paid. Scott's like unionized. For Elton John, he got paid money. Oh, shit. Money. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Rami's like, my favorite episode was the one where Scott learned what the planet Venus is. <laughs> <laughs> you're, from, you're from Jersey, right? Yeah. Did you start comedy in Jersey? I started sketch comedy in Jersey. So I was doing sketch comedy, making videos, doing all that kind of stuff when I was probably 15, 16. And then once I could drive, you get you can get your real permit where you could drive without a parent at your 17. Mm. That's when I started driving into the city and I would go to the pit and I'd go, I'd kind of wait for my parents to be asleep and I'd go do the midnight jams at the pit improv, oh. you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you remember we what year that was? Because we would do, yeah, we would do like the 11 the o'clock when it was on the west side. Yeah, we, that was over kind of near Penn Station, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. yeah, so that would have been like 08 that I was going. Yeah, that's when I, yeah, oh, I was oh, going yeah, around yeah, 2009. I was going like 07, 08, you know, that was, or I would even say 09, 08, 09. Um, I remember the guy like controlled the list, the guy who ran it. Yeah. And I like didn't, I didn't get on like three weeks in a row. And then I like, I got pissed and I like went and bought an apple from a bodega and I like threw it at the door. <laughs> <laughs> and then the light above the thing <laughs> shattered and I ran away. <laughs> The, uh, the first mic I ever did in the city was oh at, the, at the pit, and uh, and I remember <laughs> I, I got there late, and I only saw two comics go up, and it was Andrew Short, who yeah. I don't know, he's very funny, I don't know if you ever met him, yeah. but he talks like this, right? And uh, and Christy Cello, and she talks like this, right? Oh, that's hilarious. And I only saw them, and then I did my set, and I left, and I was like, this city's dumb. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't know what was going on at all. And both very funny, but I was very I, I was very afraid to do stand-up. I was only doing imp- like team stuff, improv and sketch. And then I remember I, I kind of got the courage to go to a stand-up open mic, and I'll never forget my first one. I sat in the back, and comics were going up, and right in front of me, Michelle Wolf was sitting there with like two other people, and she was just taking a dump on whoever was up, and I was just so scared. Oh, I thought she was because like Michelle, no, like no, <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to cut. No, that. she was. We all just, know about Michelle's bowel movements, but <laughs> no, because Michelle is just so funny, and then she went up and she killed. But then she was just kind of like snickering at a couple of people, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be so scared when I get up there." Yeah, well, she used to host the mic at the pit. Uh, yeah, one of the mics, dude. And me and him were watching porn in the back on the computer, and she like snap. It was like 
you know when you when you were her friend, but like when it's like, oh, you're but a teacher, all of it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. really felt were, dumb. Were you guys really, you were watching start. porn at an open mic. Yeah, he but it wasn't like it wasn't. We weren't being gross. It was. You ever seen? Oh, that? okay. There's it's a video. video of a it's man like a gif flip. There's a video. Oh, it's like a porn gif. It's a porn yeah. gif, yes, but it's a website where it's just like a continuous gif, and it's yeah. very funny. He's like fucking a woman doggy style, and he, he, he flips her over, and he starts eating and her he out. he eats her pussy, yeah. So we were watching like one that move. in the back, because <laughs> this was before we had iPhones, I think. Sure, yeah. So, so we just had so to use the to computer. The so you got computer. it on like a Mac? <laughs> so you had to or, hijack. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to use the computer at the open mic yeah. to watch nwordflip.com. <laughs> Don't say what the name of it was. That is what it was. That was what it was called. Dear God. Yeah, yeah, bad bad news. <laughs> you want us to cut that out, Rami? We're here with Golden Globe winner Rami. <laughs> oh yeah, you also won a fucking Golden Globe. How funny, dude! Yeah. Yeah. We're here with Golden Globe winner Rami Yusuf. We were just talking about the popular website from the mid from the mid two thousands. Oh my god! Uh, so then, what? Because like I, I I met I think I met you. I guess after Kevin died, and then it yep. was like, oh, we knew we know Kevin. Okay, we're cool yeah. with each other. Like, yeah. I like you. Yeah, that. Uh, I think about Kevin like every day. I know. You used to weird. do shows with Kevin too, right? Yeah, my kid's middle name is Barnett. Yeah, yeah man. My it's, kid's middle yeah. name is William Stevenson. So. <laughs> do you have a kid? No. Uh, you got it's the, the bird. He's about to decapitate. Scott, Scott went for the deep cut of <laughs> dead comedians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real deep cut. Yeah, but um, anyway. So, but yeah, but I knew you see like a guy like like you hang. Who who are you, like your guys? Like, do you have a group? <laughs> Jesus chat? Christ, God! What is it bad? To Some say originality, please. Yeah. No, I don't mean who your guys like. Who are you a fan of? Like, who the fuck do you hang out with most? You think? Well, is that weird to ask. No, it's not weird. It's a great question, actually. I um, it's it, I feel like the last couple of years I've mainly been hanging with. Cause I just hang out with my wife. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I, I, f- I hang out with my yeah, wife me mostly. Too. Yeah, like mostly hang out with my any wife. Friends anymore? Friends is it's different. It's like you tend to hang out with who you're working with, you sure. know. So I'm hanging out with a lot of my buddies who I work with, and then yeah, you got you know if I go out and do stand up, I mean we have like uh, I have, I'm in a couple of like comic gr- group chats, which actually one was one that we had with Kevin, which which somehow it's actually this crazy glitch, but you know it's this weird iPhone thing where like. You know, you have a group chat, and anyone who has iMessage, it's all blue. But then, if someone doesn't, it goes green. Kevin's still in the chat, even though his number's been deactivated. But the chat hasn't gone green. It's really weird. Mm. Like it's just still there. So we still have Kevin in the chat. So you know what that been, might mean? It's yeah. gonna be super depressing. They might still have his phone number like active. I don't think they do. No, because my know. my father's phone number uh, is now just someone else in my family's phone number. Oh, you know, it's like someone took it like yeah, to get like, a deal. I'll take that. We'll take that number. <laughs> That's just their number. Yeah. I had to like change. <laughs> like, when my dad died, I had to backspace D.A.D. and then write in the new family member's name. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Oh, someone in your family took your dad's yeah, number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think my sister still hasn't changed it. So she'll randomly get phone calls and it'll say dad. Oh, my but gosh. But it means it's someone else. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting. They couldn't just get a different number. I don't know. I don't think it's like you know numbers aren't necessary. They're not sacred. We can't hold on to these numbers like that. You know, I know they're fairly no, no, but it just cell phone no. numbers and text messages. But it, but, but we it shouldn't. Just, we can't hang them in the rafters. You know. I just totally feel like it's more work to take 
uh, yeah, to be like, like I'm not the dead number. person. No, yeah, sorry, it not. feels. And also, you know, because there are people, and I might have done it to Kevin's number, where you randomly text like a thought to the yeah, person, yeah, yeah. not knowing like their mom is on the other end. Right, right, right. Because right, right. I know my dad's, uh, my dad's Facebook uh, password, and so I never logged on to it. At, it, once I did, like three years after, and the moment I logged, what on, was your cop father's Facebook <laughs> password? <laughs> oh, dude, I, I'll tell you this: he had an AOL account, and it started with Vodka Man. <laughs> that was his, his AOL account. <laughs> but uh, I logged on to his his Facebook, and he had a bunch of messages from people still that are like, you know, his friends, just sad that he's gone, I guess. Uh, but then one of his friends like immediately messaged like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Oh Whoa. shit!" And I started xing out. Like they saw that you, yeah, you like, know, the account the was online. Yeah. At what age do you think your son will listen to this podcast? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I die. Oh, okay, so, okay, however, good, good. However good. So long, that'll be, yeah. that'll be in a while. It's long, be, long time. Yeah, but at some point in life, he might have to choose a religion. You know. Mm. So what are what are your favorite things about Islam? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? I mean, obviously... Sell him on, on Islam. What is it that you like about Islam? Uh, you know what's great is... Uh, it's funny, I was, like, reading... I remember moving to L.A., and I was reading some... Someone gave me this, like, New Age kind of meditation book, and it was like, you know, you should really pause five to seven times a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, we, we've been saying yeah, that uh-huh. for a minute. Uh-huh. We've been doing this... We've been on five for a while. Five's really nice. It's a good number. Uh, there's a lot of rituals and kind of off, symbolic, yeah. you know, um, these pauses and, and, and it's, it's, it's nice. It's a, it's a lifestyle in a way. Yeah. And I think people who are into it and, and who, who find their language with it and everyone does it differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it, it is it like kind of strict? Cause I think people sometimes benefit from, you know, <clears throat> a set of rules and a little more order. We all do, right? Like we all benefit from some sort of rules, whether it's like God or money, right? Mm. So it's like you're either afraid of your bank account going empty or you're afraid of uh, an unseen, you know, uh, like fear is not a, a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I think... Sometimes my wife would be like, you have to eat my pussy. And I'm like, all right, good. I like <laughs> right. something to work with. Right, yeah. right, right, right. You'd be afraid. <laughs> You're required. Would, would you be afraid if you didn't? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. W- wouldn't you if you were married to her? <laughs> <laughs> mean Staten Island woman. <laughs> no, St- Staten Island energy is, is very fearful. Yeah. Big time. Are you working out lately too? You look like you've been, Thanks. You've been doing it. Yeah, I'm bulking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think you are gonna live long because yeah. I'm seeing the, yeah, I'm seeing the definition. Thanks. I still have tits though. Yeah, but Italians tits. last, right? Italians. Live I think long. so. Yeah. Italians go. Yeah. Egyptians Italians look long? good. Egyptians. Egyptians can have good runs for you sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're fucked. That's We're Irish man. We're gonna fall apart. Yeah. Egyptians live long. It just depends on the political situation. Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. Let me hear this. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. No. That's all I read. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just because, like, uh, we we're going to talk a bit. I know you're Egyptian. Yes. Uh, Egyptian. Uh, your father's from Egypt, right? Yes. And my mother. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's very interesting, I guess, just discussions of Islam in general, because when you look at the history like so much of this portrayal is of Islam is more radical than you know Christianity or Judaism or whatever well that's not inherent in the in the text at all it's just this was a political historical choice where countries like Egypt for one example but also I- Iran is another one 
there were there were situations where kind of let's say secular nationalist governments such as Nasser in Egypt and Mossadegh in Iran they came to power and they were very much a threat to you know nationalize resources nationalize the oil in Iran nationalize the Suez Canal in, in Egypt and uh, the British the Americans the Saudis the Israelis they did kind of support let's say more radical fundamentalist versions of Islam as a counter to what they viewed as communism, but also secular nationalism. So I just think it's, it's, it's very interesting where, you know, even today, or, you know, the most recent time he was on his show, you have Bill Maher kind of beating this horse about Islam and, and, and you know. You should calling, go on, are you going to go on Bill Maher? I've been trying to. Yeah, yeah. you should. And nice. they, 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 keep, they keep saying no. He's scared, dude. <laughs> I, bet I he genuinely yeah. think Good. he doesn't want me to be on there. Loser. Yeah, he's going to be like, but. Yeah, yeah. Do, you know what I would do? Want me you to be present on there. an ant, dude. Watch that nose start going. <laughs> 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 but just to like, what were you saying? well, just to speak about it, uh, Egypt specifically, <laughs> Yeah. this was uh, Abdel Nasser came to power in a military coup in 1952, and he actually did land reform. And this is what you see when you look at the post-colonial era after World War II. You know, they tried to do land reform in Guatemala. The CIA overthrew that government. Nasser does land reform. Uh, he, he said it so that the maximum amount of land anyone could own would be 200 acres. Mm. Before that, it was a feudal society. It was, you know, sharecroppers, people who owned less than two acres and would have to pay like a third of everything to their, their landlord. And so that's actually what kind of gets the Muslim Brotherhood, which is, you know, a, a more extremist organization against him. It's, it's not, you know, this kind of hijab stuff. That's more just a cover for at the end of the day. It's about, you know, the more conservative, uh, wealthy elements of society. And then in turn, the Muslim Brotherhood started kind of working with the British and they tried to overthrow him in the Suez Canal crisis, but they failed. Are you a hijab but, guy? <laughs> How do you feel about that? I keep trying to see what point he's landing on, and I think yeah. you're no, landing. No, I just want to ask you real you're quick. Though, on, are, uh, are you a hijab? What do you? What yeah, do you man, man, for I'm actually everyone's making a great point now because it's like since the show has come out, I've I've heard from a lot of people in India, especially that are like so thankful that there's a show that's um, that covers you know the religion with nuance and and the communities with nuance because yeah. they're fighting to be able to wear hijab or even women in france are fighting to wear hijab and then you see what's happening in iran where it's the opposite and so right you know not to sound like a, a meme but it really is about what women want mm -hmm. and so if they want and or if they don't then you know i think that there's uh, islam you know in the time after the prophet was split into 40 schools of thought. Mm -hmm. So the idea of diversity of thought and how to interpret the text is like very, you know, appreciated in the history. So the idea that there's an interpretation that you should wear it or shouldn't wear it are both actually valid, right. you know, supported things. Sure. And so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of however someone Whatever wants to interpret want to. that. Yeah. But I think the point you're kind of making too, is that it does tend to be more about money than it is about actually the and rules. A lot of women I mean, like that's what wearing the hijab. They do. A lot of girls like it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. I'm yeah. pro-choice. Yeah. When it comes to the hijab. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you're well, not, are you pro-choice in general? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I guess my, my point, if I had to summarize it, it'd be like Americans, and especially after 9-11, you know, we're not taught the history, and I think that's deliberate for the most part. But when you look at, you can just go back to like the 50s or the 60s, like you'll see these figures like Mossadegh and, uh, and Nasser who are like, you know, 
they are secular. You know, they are yeah. Muslims, but they are not, uh, you know, radical Wahhabists. And the reason that faction became so powerful was because of the choices to oppose these secular forces by the people who had all the money, yes. such as Saudi Arabia, you know, Pakistan, United States, Israel, the United Kingdom. Well, it, be, it becomes, it, you know, if you, it's, it's, there's, it's always fascinating when you look at photos of Cairo and Lebanon in the 50s and 60s, and it's like, you know, it, it, it looks like Williamsburg in the summer. Pop, I mean, it's right? just, just yeah, popping, like booty shorts, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, everyone's wearing whatever they want. And it looks like Back to the Future. It looks like that scene in Back to the Future, <laughs> nineteen, like that restaurant. I've seen the pictures. You see, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's it's not what you would expect. You would think it's a you know. And I think to your point, it's the colonial projects uh, benefit off of this kind of sectarian, you know, using the religion and 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 doubling down and kind of backing. You know, it's like the famous thing everyone says, which is like, yeah, Bin Laden was on US payroll yes. <laughs> you know before before you know he 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 flipped the 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 gun the other way but you know everyone's kind of been you know militarized in all these ways and 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 then you know we wonder what what's happening over there and why it's so difficult and even see what's happening in Afghanistan now and so it's uh yeah it's a disaster because it's it's just messing with fate and messing with people and 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 turning them against each other but if you look at um you know, even just religious history, you kind of took it back to nice, like, 50s, 60s. But if you go way back, you know, Islam was considered the sexually liberal religion. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was it was the it was the religion that um, the first religion of the Abrahamic faiths that openly said anyone can get a divorce, you yeah. know, um, and, and that was considered crazy. And people were marrying and remarrying and and um, and, and being open about that. It felt uh, they would call them sexually crazy for doing that. So. It uh, it's interesting, just kind of, but in general, period in in, in the period of time we're in right now in the world, it's the most conservative period um, in a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not ever, but definitely we're in a conservative wave all around. You know, regardless of of which faith. You know, we're we're really uh, struggling with with kind of <laughs> how we're uh, viewing other people in terms of uh, shaming them. Yes. Mm -hmm. I keep wanting to say amen after everything you say because it's so like <laughs> I'm used to that's what you say after amin. a great point. You go amen. <laughs> I'm like, we say amen. Yeah. You know, amen. So. Oh yeah. Amen. What? Yeah. Inshallah. The guys at the at, uh, where I worked used to say that all. Inshallah. God. Inshallah? God willing. Oh okay. I yeah. love it. It's always yeah. just so supportive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's other things. We don't have anything nice to say to each other. Bye. No. Yeah. yeah. White guys when we leave, it's always like we got secret crushes on each other. We don't look each other in the eye. All right. I'll see you around, man. <laughs> you guys right. can say inshallah too. We better. I'm gonna start. Start saying it. Yeah. Well, some guys just holding hands. Yeah, Rami hugged me when I when I went down to get I know, him. man. Because yeah. there, there's <laughs> like a permission to to people in there, which is like we're taught the opposite. You know, growing up, like Muslims, like uh, no, it's strict and it isn't. It's like no, there's so much love and. Mm. It's know. funny when you go to Egypt. Guys are holding hands all the time. Mm. It's, it's just everyone's just. I don't know. There's a different way that. That guys carry their energy. It's just like, oh, what's up, dude? Well, it's so good to see you. And you just kind of walk around and yeah, you know, yeah. hold hands. Well, Italians nice. kind of, you guys kiss each other, right? We kiss each other. Yeah, you guys, you guys Italians kiss. Each kiss. Other. Yeah. Shh, no, don't tell. No, we kiss each other. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. I'm not ashamed of that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we love kissing. <laughs> but you tend, you probably kiss the guys in your family. You wouldn't kiss like an Italian yeah. friend. Uh, I don't really have any Italian besides Ian Fidens. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't really have any Ian's Italian, Italian friends. He'll yeah. kiss. Yeah. Ian doesn't yeah, Ian come off like he was like his like his mother's 
at the very least, his mother's pussy was a whoopee cushion. <laughs> like, he doesn't even look like he was birthed from, like, a prop. He's like a... Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the guy's not even here. <laughs> no, but we love him. But he looks you heard like it here <laughs> first, folks. He lo- he Ian finances mother's pussy He looks was like a he came out of like a chest that had like a rubber chicken in it. And then you go, uh-huh. oh, and Ian Fidance, you know? <laughs> he's the best. I he's love like him. at the joke store just hanging I'm literally saying there. he's like pure... Con- he was born out of comedy. Out of a, his mother's yeah. pussy is a whoopee cushion, guys. Hmm. I do love that we made the choice to put the guy who talks 400% more than me <laughs> off camera. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, a, like, it's just unbelievable. I love it. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, do you um? I I like I really do like the community part of of faith, and I do like struggle with it. But do you? I, I guess struggle with belief is what I'm asking, because mm. you know, like obviously, if you're a Muslim and if you're you know certain types of Christians, you do have that community and that history, and that's very important. But do you have trouble? I guess with the or have you had trouble in your life with the idea that there's something bigger up there? Yeah, I mean, I think like the even in 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 are you know i was uh, i was taught islamic tradition in the way that doubt is healthy um because it 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 causes you to ask more questions and then if you if you if you are basically in acceptance that you will have doubt then it could only strengthen whatever you end up believing in because you're just going to be comfortable with asking questions right see the other religions they learn all this philosophical (laughs) stuff like we go to ccd and it's like don't touch your dick and, and, and yeah. Uh, hey, color in this it. Jesus. Color it better be the right color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> color in white Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, excuse me, there's no brown crayons here. <laughs> like, exactly. He's blonde. <laughs> you really, you, you brought up a great point uh, a few minutes ago. Where it, it is very much like the social media people we see. It's that that's what you guys do. You know, the fasting, the. They're just ripping off like the the discipline, the positive discipline that comes. I mean, you could say ripping off, or you could just say sharing. Well, it's just life. You know, yeah. yeah so I mean, these are things that points. work. You yeah, know, they're so. things that then on a level work. They're they're regulating on, on you know in in some way, and so. But yeah, doubt, of course. But I think I think everyone agrees that there is the world is split into the seen and the unseen. You know, and and however you want to identify what it is that you don't see, you could call it intuition you could call it you know whatever everyone kind of is aware of the fact that there is something going on that we can't see and then you could ignore that and that's actually an act of choice to say well i don't even want to think about that i only want to think about what i can see or you can kind of create some sort of language with it and so um you know i think i always just think about i think with all of the religions even even catholicism there's just these kind of overwhelming things of mercy and so it's even if you want to get into the the nuances of rules and whatever it feels like mercy should be number one and so mm-hmm. it feels like we're pretty far away from any of that though yeah. yeah mercy kindness compassion these are all important things you know these are ultimately good italian yeah. principles too you know um yeah i guess yeah i think so yeah See, i grew up around so many italians mm-hmm. so i feel mm-hmm very like, like Italians should have arrangement. Yeah, Donna. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it's just you and your mother. <laughs> yeah, just so you can say my mother. My mother got this for me. <laughs> my mother got it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Donish the other night was like, oh, I don't really see you as a white guy. I was like, really, <laughs> really? <laughs> can you tell the industry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice that Muslims are kind of having the moment in show business that Italians had in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, it's true. You know. Yeah, we're having a little something. Yeah. It's exciting. So that's cool. Why not? Yeah. You'll be forgotten about soon, just like we were. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about The Godfather, yeah, what a revolutionary moment for Italians. Mm-hmm. In front of, behind the camera. It's crazy, actually. Yeah. 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 
And then they were like, hey, we got this Native American part for a Native American guy. If you want to jump on, you know, <laughs> they started letting us play all the other races. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you, the Italians definitely played Arabs for a while. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's good. I hope it, I hope it lasts, you know, a long time. The, what, the show, what the or, or the show and the this you know this man, moment, this moment, the Muslim yeah. window. Yeah, it is so. It's also like I just I don't uh, like there are the is the media right when they say like there there isn't things like there's there hasn't been shit like this before right like your show not so explicitly that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah, right so like I don't want to sound like an idiot and then you're like no there are secretly other shows you no know? not I mean not in like well the other thing is it's also not in American media yes yeah I mean and I think that's actually something that I think will change mm-hmm. a bunch over the next ten years where I think we'll, like all the markets are just going to become one thing, especially as every streamer finds some sort of international foothold and whatever. So I think it'll it'll globalize in a way that, that I think is good. I think it'll, it kind of will create more opportunity yeah. and it'll be just cooler. But yeah, in American, you know, you know to, so to not think of the American market as the only market, yes, definitely it's a, it's a new thing. Yeah, as, as a consumer of comedy, it's also just all of it feels so... The, because it's n- everything is a new, t- I, you know, it's all like, yeah. oh, undiscussed, uh, something not talked about, and it's all of it. And yeah. so it's like constantly funny because you're able to just weave your day together and you go, oh, fuck, okay. Like in the pilot, you just tr- just skipping the line to wash your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's per- that's perfect. This, it's <laughs> like the perfect explanation of what type of Muslim you, like, of course there's yeah, Muslim. Yeah, yeah. Like you get there and it's this beautiful thing of these guys waiting in line and it's like, of course, there's guys who are like, I gotta cut this fucking line. Yeah. I just want to, and, and it's just so. There's so many of these like human moments, and it's just constant. I, I don't know, it's just good shit, man. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Of course, bro. I'm sure. I'm sure you told this story a bunch, but like, I guess what was the process from you're doing stand up and improv to actually like pitching and getting the show? Well, when I first went out to L.A., my yeah, first... you got to be really in love with yourself to pitch a show that's like your name, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, how about this? It's called Mike. <laughs> huh? Look, do you All know... Right. I, you want me to leave? I got to... Right. I, I never... For the record, never wanted that to be the name, but but because <laughs> mainly because I thought it would be too hard for people to pronounce. I was like, well, people are just gonna call it Rami. Uh, but I, when I first moved to LA, my first open mic that I went to, I was set up uh, to just meet and, and hang out with Ari Kacher. You know Ari? Yeah. Yeah. So um, Ari and I just became fast friends, and and you know I think he was working on Gerard's show with him, and I think pretty quickly he was like oh have you you know have you thought about doing a show and i at the time had been thinking about doing a movie and i was like no i've been actually thinking i've been writing a movie and then he's like oh okay well you know you should think about a show and then a couple of years kept going by and you know he you know we talk about it here and there but i felt like once i got my stand up back to a place where i had more stuff i started to think okay this would be a good time you know and i and i started to get characters together and Ari and I started talking about it a bunch and, and I was opening for Gerard at the time too and we were talking about it and then um, yeah it felt like ready and 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 it was actually cool there was this thing that happened where I was I was at the factory and I think it was not just one but maybe two comics after me were late or didn't show up and so they just were like run run 
and I ended up kind of getting accidentally I ended up getting this 50 minute tape that I never thought I never thought I could do 50 and there was a little bit of crowd work but I just kind of kept digging into ideas and premises and riffing and then I kind of got my I asked them hey can I get a link of that and I watched it and I, and I thought oh shit I didn't know that I had this much material and then we ended up using that tape and we had put out all these characters and ideas and sent it out to networks and then just went in and pitched them and so the pitch was just they had watched the tape and we went in and and um basically just you know the pitch was half funny half like you know even some of the stuff we've talked about i think i probably talked about colonialism three times <laughs> um and then uh at the time hulu just gave like went in on us because they were so new they didn't even have handmaid's tale out they had nothing they had oh. like brooklyn 99 reruns nothing was going on yeah. and they were like we need comedy and we're trying to figure it out and we're getting you know and you 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 know the ends of this they were they said we're guaranteeing that you get to shoot a pilot it's not going to be the development where you got to write it for six months then yeah, maybe yeah. we'll shoot the pilot they said no matter what you write we're shooting it nice. and we said oh fuck okay yeah we got to do that nice you know so that was that was how it started yeah yeah I would fuck up that opportunity just knowing, <laughs> just knowing myself. <laughs> like, we're going to call it Mikey. And he's like, okay. And then he sends the theme song and it's like, Mikey, 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 Mikey. It's just me going like this. Yeah, and we're like, no, it's and been done a, before. And, and they're like, Him all right, so do you, is there any dialogue or character? They're like, I'm fucking working on it, okay? I got a family. I got a wife and a dog. It's oh, so <laughs> yeah. funny. It's just, it's just me in my underwear, just dancing. It's like a bunch of Viacom executives, and Mike's like, okay, the premise is my wife makes me eat her pussy. I don't want to. You know that relatable thing? I'm sure we got some guys in here. And uh, The show's called Eating In. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's great. Damn. It's a riff. That's why you're a pro. It's a riff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so let's talk about Bill Maher a little bit. So you're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to get on the He's show. He's got a golden go globe. We you can't know, be having I, him talk about Bill Maher. Is still right for him? Oh. I have asked HBO Who? a few times actively. I'm like, hey, you think I could do Bill Maher? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do, you know, I'm doing another special with them. And I was like, this would be great to get on there yeah. while I'm doing the special. And they just keep saying, oh, we're not sure it would be a fit. He's so okay. fucking annoying. You know what trying to do? <laughs> he he's thinks trying he's to make you angry so he can say, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not angry. Don't get angry. I'm not angry. You know what's funny is my parents think he's really funny. My parents think he's very funny. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. And I tell my dad, don't you think it's weird that he just, you know, like yells about Islam every other episode? And my dad goes, ah, you know. He just loves Bill Maher so much that he's like, you know, he's got a different opinion. Yeah, Like, that's that's how my dad, and my dad, my dad, one of the things he'll always say is like, Look, if you didn't know and you hadn't been there and you don't know and the only thing you see is the news, yeah, I can't blame the guy. Like, the cute, that's just, that'll be his, you know, approach. But he seems to think that, like, being tough on Muslims is some sort of, like, intellectual take that yeah. other people are, like, scared to have. When well, really, it's, it's like, like you said. beast mode. Give me, give I, I've never second. used that word before, <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm using it right. Bill Maher, he talks about everything, and it's like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. And then m Muslims, Muslims come up, come and around. the man goes beast mode. <laughs> he just snaps. I'm going to go beast mode. Yeah. Sorry, I have to go beast mode for a second. I have to go beast mode for a second. <laughs> okay, look, here's the thing. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, but it's 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 uh, he's ignoring any yeah. like history. and. Uh, well, and it's like when I didn't know the history, I thought the same way, where, mm -hmm. you know, you get this kind of like really bastardized pseudo history, which starts with like, you know, Muhammad was a warlord or whatever and then you know they spread islam by the sword and that never stopped and it's like 
okay, well, you know, obviously ignoring the fact that Western civilization was saved by Islam, let's just put that part aside, you know, during the Dark Ages, put that part aside. And it's like, you don't have to go all the way back to like, the, you don't have to go all the way back. Go back to the 50s or the 60s. That's actually far more recent. Mm-hmm. And what you see is that like, you know, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, they all have, inha- you know, inherent in the text is the same room for interpretation of extremism or not extremism. Mm-hmm. And the much more relevant factor, besides, you know, all the way back to the founding of the religion, is the more recent history of there's a whole lot of money and power behind this other particular faction. And that is why it has become so powerful, because, you know, the people who run the world, the United States mainly, have imbo- empowered this other faction. And, and you know, that, that history is just not really told. And like I said, I think that is deliberate. Also, yeah. you know, and I, I swear, because I'm not going to say most people are dummies, but even the political part, I think so many people, like like our grandparents and our parents have their takes on Muslims based on, like, Bob Hope going to eat, you know, mm-hmm. Abbott and Costello go to... <laughs> Go to the pyramids, you know, like and they're like, a, yeah, like, and they're yeah. like, oh, well, this was 1955, Indiana and it's all Jones. sand, and yeah. so right. it must have been f- sand in 1955. It's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah context is uh, is key. You know, I mean, I think even when looking back at the at the earlier history again, it's just everything kind of gets ripped out of context and doesn't get put next to what was also happening at the time. Mm. So it's like every time has a language, even in the way that people used to you know, like the way war would happen or even the way violence would happen, there's a context to how that was happening globally. Like people would just fight. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's what was going on. You know what I mean? It's easy to kind of like, you know, everyone's in their apartment, you know, with Wi-Fi going, people used swords. And it's yeah. like, but that's just what people did. Like, mm. like the sword was like, like that, that's an iPhone. You know, like, like that's just what was happening at the time. You would have had a sword. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's just lots of bits of context that are, uh, are often missing in the, in the conversation. They, but, but, you know, anyone can make any argument they want with any piece of history. That, that, yeah, that kind of right. tends to be the way in which we use information is, is also its own thing that's weaponized. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, human civilization, people have been around 150,000 years, and it's only like the last 100 years where it's, you don't die of typhus at 32. Yeah. You know, like this, everything we have, so I do find... Now, when were dinosaurs? That was like 50,000 years ago? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, I think the mo- the, the, the more recent history is, is, in my opinion, much more relevant, because, you know, mm-hmm. I... I uh, like, obviously, the doctrines in a religion are important, but as you said, there's so many different competing schools of thought for interpretation that I think what is more relevant is what money and power is put behind mm. particular doctrines, which forces are empowered, which ones are given guns and all that. Like, that tends to determine which will become dominant in a in an area. Yeah, I mean, and I also think, like, like when we get into the, um, like, all these nuances that people fight about, it's kind of important to remember that there's kind of there's no real foundation for even spiritual thinking, you know, and there's no, I think modern capitalism has really abused people. And I think people are really suffering. So sometimes it feels like when we get into these nuances of religious conversations, there's all these basic rights that people don't even have in order to even get to those things. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's almost like you're looking at an empty plot of land there's nothing there and there's like a bunch of interior designers fighting about where the couch should go. Yeah. And you're like, wait, but there's not even a house. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing here. And like that, that's what a lot of modern religious bickering feels like. It's like, we're, what do we, this conversation doesn't 
it's not pertinent to what's yeah. happening right now. There's mm-hmm. nothing. This is we, people don't have basic rights, and they don't have what they even need to function to even think in a spiritual way. And I think so many people in the world are suffering from that. So it's it's really it just feels bizarre. It just feels like a like a strange joke kind of continually. Mm-hmm. It seems like it kind of rolls off you, though. I mean, I imagine growing up in New Jersey after 9-11 wasn't easy. I mean, but you, you seem to have a very, uh, let's say, healthy and mature attitude about people like Bill Maher or their attitudes on it, you know? Yeah, well, I think, you know, my family definitely had that, you know, just had that, you know, we're in our lane. <laughs> it, was, it was never, you know, they, they there was there was just the... the I think that's the the Americanness of it, though. Too, I think that I have a deep appreciation that you can say whatever the fuck you want to say here, and mm-hmm. you can think whatever you want to think. And so, in order for that to exist, Bill Maher has to exist in order for yeah, me to exist or for anybody. So, so it it it's kind of just part of the the, the, the piece of it. And so, it, it yeah, it's just reality, you know. But if there was like a Charlie Hebdo style attack on Bill Maher, <laughs> you would laugh. You would laugh a little bit, right? It would be kind of funny. <laughs> no, no, I would not. No. I would no. Okay. Because my my personal take on the Charlie Hebdo thing is that mm. obviously no one should be killed for making a joke, but it was kind of funny that those guys. When you look at the cartoons, <laughs> it was funny that those guys got is killed. Is that the part you want us to cut, Robbie? <laughs> We can cut anything you want. Anything we work, that you can we remember, work for you, buddy. We will cut. We're just trying to make you look good. You're gracing us with your you, presence. Obviously. We don't even have guests on this show. Yeah, this, really. this is to promote your show. You were on Kimmel two days I ago. Actually, this will do better. I, I don't, I don't even have an SD card. In the, in the thing. I just wanted yeah, to we hang just out. Wanted to hang out. We're lonely. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we so when's that podcast coming out? Advice, man. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, our producer is editing it. You're like this is the uh, this is the only way I can create an hour There's where my wife is not making me eat her out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm at, honey, I'm actually recording with Rami right now. Yeah, yeah but I'll do it right after. I'll do it right after. You know, this is the only way. This is. <laughs> Just jump out the window after the show's over. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. Mike in the room with Viacom. Right. Like, okay, episode one, my wife makes me eat her pussy. Episode two, Charlie Hebdo style attack on Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Dear God. Yeah, I'm actually friends with Rami Youssef, and uh, <laughs> he actually gave me notes. He on said all he these. said I could use his name in this pitch. <laughs> yeah. He actually he endorsed actually, all I'll, this. I'll call him right now. Let me, let me get his. This, yeah, see that? That's his cell phone number, and that's a stripper's phone number right next to it. Remy. So, yeah. <laughs> nice well i don't know i guess i you know i like every episode to kind of have like a little theme behind it i try to loosely sort of stick to the theme of the show and so i don't know do we have any like final thoughts about i don't know i I think i asked you this earlier but what's your what's your favorite thing about islam um i mean well oh yeah well what was what i was kind of you know i think in the way i was i was talking about it for me it is the the ritual of prayer like that that is and and i think mm. you know the the mercy being above all you know like like even the first thing we say in every prayer is god is the most gracious most merciful mm. like that's the mm. lead you know and and then you know you're just praying to be in that and and close to that and i think there's the the principle that that's in our heart like we all know it and we're just trying to get closer to what we already know, hmm. you know, what's already there. Yeah. And, and that, that keeps me going yeah. and it feels, it feels 
there's this thing my therapist always say, say um, simple, not easy. Yeah. You know, where it's like the, the right things in life, they're simple, but they're not easy to, to do or to right. remember. They're not that complicated. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're easy to, to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Your therapist, some white lady, would <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. I'm just right because you'd have to have yeah, a Muslim Veronica. therapist. Veronica, no, no, I don't. No, I that's don't. Cr- you should have a Muslim therapist. No? I don't know. My therapist w- was a monk. Oh, yeah, okay. he that's was a, totally a monk. Yeah, yeah, he was a Buddhist monk. Um, oh. Yeah, really cool dude. Oh, really wow. cool dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the lesson is how important it is to use the power of comedy to convert people to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I hope I hope we did that today. Or for your son, you know, this is just for, for oh, your I son. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Rock yeah. Converted to Islam. Became Muslim. Yeah. 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 Ben, why'd you dump all my fucking liquor in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like telling Deb Where's to cover my, up. Where's my fucking? <laughs> Where's my beer? Where's my beer? And my cigarettes. <laughs> Just a long day of moving. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, it does seem like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of discipline to it. You know, the alcohol, the the uh, making your wife cover up. Um, <laughs> but that's that's nice. I mean, that's probably good, right? This does that man make has feel... seen my wife, <laughs> and he knows. Yeah, like, he yeah, knows. It's irrelevant. He knows. Yeah. Did yeah. I? I don't know if I did. Yeah, you did. But she was on the phone. She actually oh, yeah, mentioned yeah. it afterwards. She was like, oh, "I wish I wasn't on the phone. I wanted to say hi to them." So, <laughs> really, next time, yeah, yeah, that's all right. She could fake being on the phone. Hey, what about a Halloween um, episode? Did you do a Halloween episode? <laughs> No, where, we have where a, we have a dresses like a ghost, but everyone's like they go, oh, you know. He doesn't even let me answer the question. <laughs> you do a Halloween episode because here's the. <laughs> here's the bit I was about. That's actually happened. really good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was actually my idea for. That's Rami a great episode. premise. Oh, really? You fucking yeah. stole my idea. <laughs> I was gonna. Oh yeah, pitch I went him. into. Your I was gonna pitch that for my him. Ass. Yeah. Did you do a Halloween? Uh, so one? He, she dressed up as a ghost, <laughs> and then what happens? And then you know the and people go oh you know. They make the jokes, you know. They make four jokes. You make you get four jokes out of it, and yep. then you do other Halloween antics. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that sounds. Have like, you no. done, have you done we have a, a holiday ha- episode? We have a Halloween joke, and then Rami dresses up as the guys from Duck Dynasty, but they think he's Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is a Duck Dynasty outfit. Where are those guys? Are they still? They're probably still. Dude, oddly enough, yeah. you know how we all go like, no one can be canceled. Somehow they were canceled. The Duck <laughs> Dynasty really, guys? Yeah, I think they accepted their fate. I think it was. Oh. They got in trouble with. They're something. like, I'll just go back in the woods and say kids. the n word again. Kids or something, you know. Wasn't it like the uncle or something that got caught saying a slur? Really? Oh, it was. I think a, yeah, so. it was a, yeah, the it uncle was very or the like dad. The bounty hunter asked yeah. maybe. I guess huh. maybe it didn't involve kids. Yeah. Huh. But when you're when you're that old, you they're like, all right, well, out. back the to the how woods. Many years I guess does the Duck Dynasty guys like they deserved three. They got what six? Yeah. Of fame. I just think you know you expect a dynasty to last longer. Amen to that. But, Amen. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> Mike's like, Rami, did you see my packet that I pitched where your wife dresses up like a ghost, but everybody <laughs> thinks she's in a full burqa? He's like, well, it's blind submission. I must have, oh, you know, I, they, they cut it. I, it wasn't my fault. Oh, maybe write your name on it next time. <laughs> so, I can, so, I, so it gets across my desk. <laughs> um, what do you pray for when you pray? Oh, everything, man. I beg. I'm just yeah. begging, you know. Yeah. I beg for another season. But you seem like a very content. You're very at peace with uh, who you are in your life. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I'm... Yeah, but, you know, I think... I, 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 yeah, and I don't know. There's, there's, there's contentness doesn't 
it's it's I don't know I don't know that it's like the continual state. I mean I think lately I've been uh, I've been thinking a lot about death, and I think it's because more things are happening. Like even you know, like I I I I got married, right? That made me start thinking about death a lot. Yeah. Not even as a joke, but just as because then you know how it then is. You leave somebody behind. And yeah, then, it's yeah. immediately you 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 think, oh whoa, I'm in that stage of the thing that I've always thought I would be at, and and then all of a sudden all the stages start to kind of just collapse in your mind in front of you. Yeah. And 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 so I've definitely uh, been trying to figure out. You know, sometimes I'm in a moment and I'm like, wait, this won't be here. You know, and <laughs> and, and 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 trying to understand what I feel about that, and then that'll make me re-engage with it more. And so hmm. I think maybe, maybe a lot of times when you see me, I'm, I'm like, w- by the time I get out of the house, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be in a place of, yo, I want to enjoy this while, yeah. while we have it genuinely, mm-hmm. you know, but then a lot of times at home, I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just, you know, begging for, for clarity. Yeah. Yeah. I got to start praying. It's important to practice gratitude, you know? Yeah, for like sure, yeah. A podcast that pays you 500 a month in Patreon, that's not the worst thing in the world. Not at all. That's not the bottom of the comedy I t- totem I t- pole. I told, I told somebody the night how much we make, and they go, oh, really? That's great. <laughs> I go, yeah, I make about 500 bucks a month for my, for my I mean, podcast. Shit, that's covering, yeah, that's covering bills. And you know what? Why don't you scumbags make it 600 a month, that's okay? Right. Why don't you <laughs> yeah, get on fucking right. Patreon? <laughs> and, I, and I love when people, sometimes people tweet at you, they go, oh, I finally figured out how to work Patreon. Go to patreon.com, create an account, search for Out for Smokes. $5 a month gets you a bonus episode every single week. We have a, p- a happy customer right here, Rami Youssef, who's a, yes, regular, who's a regular subscriber. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, any final thoughts before we wrap the episode up? No, not really. This is great. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah. And, uh, uh, where can people find you in the show? Um, Instagram, Rami, R-A-M-Y. That's the only platform I use. Um, I'm there. That's great. Show is on Hulu season when did three you deactivate? just came out. Ten episodes? Season three, ten episodes just When did came you deactivate out. your Twitter? Because I th- feel like I want to nuke mine. Uh, two years now. Yeah. It's been two years since I've um, searched my name on Twitter or um, yeah, been on my account. I have a Twitter. You can get on TikTok, though. Yeah, I don't have TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I just have a Twitter that I just use for NBA trades just to see like who they think is going to get traded. Mm-hmm. But Rami yeah. was like, let's take this Twitter down before that N-word episode airs. <laughs> Do not <laughs> want to be on Rami there for that. T- what N-word episode? Your suggestion, takes oh, your we were <laughs> talking about it earlier. Is the, an in the show. About using yeah. the N-word in <laughs> Egypt. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart move. <laughs> I still had Twitter then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see why you deleted it. And by the if way, if Shane Gillis did that, he'd be on SNL <laughs> right now. The, the 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 feedback I got was, "We get the point you were making, but don't do it again." And I said, "Okay, that's fine. Uh, all right, that's fine. all right, that's anonymous fine. person on the internet." Oh, brother, it came off so nonchalantly. You know, I mean, obviously my ears perked because you don't hear it. Well, that it word, came, like when you watch it, it's like, yes, this I see this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that is. Yeah. That but that happens. word kind of belongs to everyone now. Like, if you see some like you know fourteen year old Korean girl using it, and you're in Queens, you're like, yeah. who am I to tell her not to say it? <laughs> I mean, it has a very specific context between white and black Americans, <laughs> and then outside of that, <laughs> it does it. It's not belong there. No, but but <laughs> does it? Sometimes you but okay, but okay. But what about there's no buts? Fine, it doesn't belong to her. But what about like a Dominican kid? No, a Puerto Rican kid. No. So you're gonna go up to that. 
Puerto Rican that I'm not gonna that 13 year old Puerto Rican kid who's probably dangerous and say don't use the N word, son, please don't use the N word. We're gonna end it at the Patreon <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying it's uh, white people shouldn't use it, but yeah. <laughs> it seems like everybody but white people are using it now. I'm just saying oh I'm just saying what I'm observing. Yep. Yeah, we should. You should definitely keep expanding on that at the five dollar tier. <laughs> give them something to listen to, something to subscribe no, no, let's for. Start a new hundred dollar tier, and uh, <laughs> you can talk about it on that. Yeah. All right. All right. I remember. I know. I know the. I I made a mental note of any any time. All right. Well. Uh, so. Anything else? We good? Anything else? I think no, we're man, good. All right, so we'll see you on the Patreon. Thank, thank you, Rami. Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. Rami. You guys are the best. Thank guys, you. Guys, uh, check out Rami on Hulu. Get yourself a Hulu subscription right now. It's uh, 17 bucks a month. Uh, to, <laughs> I don't know. Is that? Well, with ads, it's like eight. Yeah, you can get it with ads. Get yourself a Hulu subscription. Watch Rami. It's a, it's genuinely a great show. You're going to really like it. Sometimes you'll find yourself you know, needing stuff to watch, and you never know. But put on, put on Rami. It's better than uh, all the other crap that's on TV. <laughs> Dahmer, whatever, whatever crap that your wife is into. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. This has been Out for Smokes. We'll see you next week, boys and girls. Bye-bye. <laughs>